GalaxyCon Live is the place for you to hear about fandom from the celebrities who bring geek culture to life. Welcome, friends and fans, to another edition of GalaxyCon Live, where we are bringing the convention experience directly to you. And today, we are going to the DC multiverse with the amazingly talented cast of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. So without further ado, let's rev up the Wayfinder, Wayfinder and see who we find. Our first guest is an actor, musician, and writer whose work includes The Chosen and Does Bigfoot Dream of Flowers. Today, he joins us to discuss the role of the Wave Riders technician and wielder of the air totem, Beira Therese. Please welcome Sharon Sobayan. Hello, everyone. Oh, I just have a small baby here. Oh, she doesn't want to be oh. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the name of our extra panelist there? Hazel. Hazel. Hopefully, she'll come back for uh, another visit. How you doing, boss? I'm great. I'm awesome. I'm super pumped to be here and to see everyone and to talk about what we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Glad to have you have you here as always and glad everything is good in your corner of the world. Thanks, man. Peace out. And next, he is a actor and writer whose work includes iZombie, The Twilight Zone, and Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Today he joins us to talk about his, his role as the former Time Bureau agent turned warlock apprentice Gary Green. Please welcome Adam Zekman. Ah! Hey, how you doing, Patty? I am good, Adam. It's uh, wow. I I am. I, am I you know, am I too close to the camera? No, not at all. Who's your dentist? <laughs> I want to. My, uh, my uncle, actually. <laughs> oh well, no wonder those gums look that good. <laughs> Adam, how are you, bro? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am well in my corner of the world. You doing good in yours? Absolutely fabulously well happy to be here oh indeed well absolutely absolutely happy to have you back glad to see you in good health and good well good oral health and good spirit ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and next she is an actress whose credits include of kings and prophets the originals and the kissing booth film series today she joins us to discuss the role of vixen of the justice society please welcome back Maisie richardson sellers Hello! So good to see you. Oh god, so glad to have you back. Yes, and ah, oh, what a what a what a lovely library you have behind yes, you. I have read every one of these books, if you want to question me. <laughs> the red one third from the right. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Macy, everything is good in your part of the world? So good. I actually just left these guys because I was directing a couple episodes ago. So it's yeah. been we had a great time, didn't we? Ooh, dir yeah. directing, direct. Oh, that's that's always nice. Yeah, I'd love love to hear a little bit more about. I'm always curious about the actors when they all have different journeys when they go upstairs and say like, "Could I direct?" You're like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah." So so glad you got that opportunity too. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about it a little bit more. But Maisie, so glad to have you back. And next, she. Oh, I lost my place here. Sorry. She's a screen and stage actress whose credits include Smash as the world turns an American Odyssey. Today, she joins us to discuss the role of the air totem wielding Zari. Please welcome back Tala Ash. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted you to get a glimpse of the, the real star of our show. <laughs> well, I... I'll say no more. The, the, the fans certainly have this. Tala, how are you? 
I'm great. I'm I'm uh, I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. Oh, <laughs> so glad to have you here. Thank you. This is the day of interesting introductions. I'm loving it. Ah, and next, she is an actress and producer whose roles include Fortnite, Suspense, and Doc McStuffins. Today, she joins us to discuss the role of the Wave Riders, interactive artificial consciousness known as Gideon. Please welcome Amy Louise Pemberton. Hello. You had such great intros. It's like, what what can I do? <laughs> but hi. Uh, hello. hello, Amy. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am well in my part of the world. How are things in yours? Yeah, good. Thank you. Getting cold, but it's all good. Yeah, it's terrible. It's it's crazy here in Florida. It's 81 degrees. I'm shivering. Oh. <laughs> 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 and oh, I like wrapping up. It's fine. That's all, ah, all, yeah, all good. And uh, finally, he is an actor whose credits include Torchwood, Collision, and The Halcyon. Today, he joins us to discuss the character he has played across several shows and an animation, mystical muckraker John Constantine, or Constantine, depending who you ask. Please welcome Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is my this is my animal, but it's not real. It's it's a, it's a rug from the floor, but it's clean. Okay. <laughs> it's cold in Vancouver. Oh, is it cold? Oh, I I thought you were doing a, 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 a going a new profession as a guru or something. No, no, I'm I'm channeling my inner Viking. Oh, <laughs> there you go, Matt. How have you been? Good, great. Yes, it is cold in Vancouver though, uh, for real. It is cold, but it's okay. That's life. That, okay, it's good. Oh, it's, well, everyone, welcome back to the GalaxyCon virtual stage. As always, it's a pleasure to have you all here. And we are actually good to go on our audience questions. So I say, let's just go ahead and jump right on in on our first one. And this is going to come from Mark, who wants to know, what time period would you have liked to have had an episode of the show based in? Oh my god! I, I I can't even remember all of the time periods that the show has been in so, to know sorry, which one that we would want it to be in. There's so there, there, there's there's such a palette there. I'm I'm stealing this from from James Egan, one of our writers, but he posted a picture on Twitter a little bit ago of like peak '90s, like wide leg Jinko jeans, yeah. and that I would enjoy. Yeah. So let's let's go '90s. <laughs> Like really '90s legends. <laughs> we, we we are due to laugh at the '90s, aren't we? Right. It's, it's <laughs> time. A little I, bit. I'm yeah. sorry to admit it's been a long time, actually, <laughs> since then. Because, because that was the stuff we wore. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. That's a hard yeah. one to beat, Tyler. I mean, like because uh, as you said, the '90s is really becoming. It's 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 almost being reframed now, like the '80s was in a way and and some of the fashion there is just it's got to come back at some point especially for men like i would like to see you guys all in like skater jeans wide <laughs> like very wide <laughs> some Stelsy. airwalks yes <sighs> cargo pants this is like bringing flashbacks for patty he feels <laughs> some of it is like some of it is back like doc martens aren't they don't people yeah, like that's wear true. Like Martin's are like like Chuck Taylors. They never really fully go out of style. Yeah. I think they kind of. Have you guys seen Paris is Burning? That documentary. Mm -mm. 
no okay, it's an amazing documentary about like the origin of drag and i feel like that's something which i'll show like if we actually went to the 90s and did like drag culture like proper drag culture Ooh. drag kings yeah. drag queens that's something we haven't tapped into also the raves of the 90s the the, the, the illegal raves that used to go on uh, in mm. warehouses in the middle of you know and police used to shut them down and stuff you know all these illegal raves and everyone kind of to this techno music that, that was a crazy scene Wait, when does this close? We don't close, dude. <laughs> we just stop. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leaving 11 a.m. the next day. Oh, the sun's up. Right. When's when were show suits? Was that 80s or 90s? That was 90s, right? It 90s. must have been because because like I was wearing one in the 90s, so it must have been. Kappa and Adidas pop-offs. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. But the Kappa tracksuits and stuff were pretty were pretty cool. Yeah. When you say pop-ups, you mean like they they zip off at the yeah, knee? Man. I yeah, man. Actually, up there recently, they're coming back. I think the 90s is coming back big. Yeah. Big. Yeah. Big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. stock in the 90s, guys. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if you stock in a decade? What if that what if the legends found like a stock market based on time? It's like you can you can be be strange. Yeah. 90s is coming back. Be Who's there? As well as, well as someone's phone. house phone. Hello? Someone's house phone. <laughs> Is that me? I don't know. That's very nineties. Like OG house phone ringing. Is, have you heard about like now you can buy stock in like moments in film? Like you can buy a moment in a film, like that kiss I now own digitally, and you can like make an NFT. Yeah, it's crazy, and people yeah. making like millions out of this. Yeah, and it's yeah, tricky too because like, who owns the film? Like, does Quentin Tarantino own Pulp Fiction or does Miramax own it? It's like yeah. there's a lot of like legal gray area. It's crazy. The future, mm. crazy. Wow. Crazy. Oh wow! Yeah, I, there you I, go. I think, the 90s. I think we all surmise that the '90s is the place where we all want '90s. '90s. Yeah. We bought pumps. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to propose an alternative, which is like the year 2400, and we're all just sitting on our couches wearing glasses that just the world is just happening on our lenses. Oh, God. It's going to be a it's very exciting. interesting television episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Mark, there you have it. Great one to start us off with. Thank you. Hey, what's next? From Maria, what's the funniest story that has happened with you on the Legends set? that uh, you were allowed to share with us. <laughs> Guys, should we tell the Barry story? Oh, I shouldn't have said his name. Oh, well. <laughs> Do it. Okay, this is this is one of those stories that has is maybe the best thing that's ever happened to us, but it, it is gonna be tempered for the audience because you guys don't know this person but we have we have a costume person on our on our crew who we love and he's very helpful however sometimes he's too helpful he's like a too helpful person and it was uh demonstrated when katie and lisseth were in a scene and we were rolling on that scene and barry came into the scene and put a coat on Katie's shoulders <laughs> during the scene, and she turned around, and Lisette went, 
and and she went, "Who is who is he?" <laughs> and I'm realizing in telling the story right now, it's not as funny as it is to us. <laughs> but it was, it, and it's all captured on film, and it was so funny. And Barry realized it, and he walked into an alleyway and the camera followed him and then alien Gary was in the corner of the alleyway and just it just helped him go inside the building and it was like incredible of shame as if it was perfectly choreographed alien Gary it, waiting there. it was it was incredible we and we love Barry and it was really he gave us a gift he gave us a gift there's Amazing. no way around it who is he <laughs> I, 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 I had a moment where, where when I started to play Gwyn and I, and I first came on to set and I come into the season a little bit later than everybody else this season and it was we were on location and, and for the first couple of weeks I just kept on like sitting on my chair and falling over I, I was like almost this, like, <laughs> walking into into like the, the tent we have where they, they put all the all the cast and literally, I was literally full, <laughs> sat on this thing. I was, I was on my ass. A few, at least three, three times. times. I'm always yeah. at you. Yeah. Yeah. Like your, your chairs were booby trapped. I, I swear to God, it's almost like the universe was like forcing this character upon me. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I was just like slipping yes. and sliding. I was like becoming this guy. Uh, and I know the that cool guy is gone. Yeah. yeah. Very humbling. Lizeth's water broke. <laughs> it didn't actually no we were when i was directing and we had a group scene and we were like up against time sometimes you know we're just like trying to shoot it and they're all sitting on this couch and this hat's standing behind and she put like you know because we drink fizzy drinks and stuff whatever and we will hide it on set a little bit so we can have it in between takes and she put it under the couch and then the whole couch in the middle of a take just collapsed and the drink like went everywhere who was a utah who said that it was yeah. perfect time. It's definitely making the gag reel. Definitely making the gag reel. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> we have fun. In conclusion, we have fun. Absolutely. Who's got another one? Hmm. There. There's like we laugh so much on set, and I cannot find like a specific moment. There's so many. Isn't it funny because That's because fair. of the time span as well, of which. You know, we've all we've all been on this show. There's so many different memories, so many different episodes. Like the the, the you know the time question. It's really interesting because w w when these questions are asked, it's like the whole history of, of being on Legends flashes through your mind, but you can't catch a moment to pick it up. Yep. Yes. Pick it up. It's, really it's like we need Gideon to sort of catalog it all and be like, oh right, let's go back there. It's, my brain doesn't work like that. It's all mushed that together. Uh, that that's absolutely fine. I tell you what, if anybody wants to think of another one, we'll uh, do a callback to it. And that time, Maria, great question. Thank you for that one. And what do we have next? From anonymous, if you were to do one thing besides act, what would it be? I would definitely. It's something I want to do in my life anyway. But open some kind of animal rescue place, just animal obsessed. So I'm not always thinking like. I would love to do that. If I didn't do this, I would, you know, be more focused on that. But yeah, for sure. Can I can I put my name in the hat to be host of Jeopardy? <laughs> yes, you would be great. Oh my god, cosine, cosine. <laughs> Have we done like a yeah. episode? No. Oh, that's a really good idea. 
I would do, I always used to want to be a anthropological documenter. And I always thought I was just going to be like in the Amazon living with a tribe for like five years. No one would see me and I just make films. So one day I'll disappear. That's where I'll be. Whoa, yeah. I worked on a farm for three summers and there's something about being out in the dirt and like working with plants and like seeing something go from a seed to a plant to them bearing fruit was so satisfying. So I've always been like, if I, like everything comes crashing down, I can always escape and be a gentleman farmer in the woods somewhere. <laughs> that works. I would, I would have, I would have, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a motocross rider. Uh, an off-road motocross rider, and I and I and I grew up with bikes. I had I, I always had bikes, and I used to ride them on the old colliery, the old cold coal tips, and all the mines and stuff. And yeah, I'd, I'd probably want to be like a motocross rider. Yeah, mm. I love watching. I think <laughs> I know exactly what I would want. I would want to like either live in like a small town in Italy or France, but even like a small town in Canada or America. And I would like I would want to open. I should have Maisie's backdrop, but I would want to open like a, a bookstore, but that's also kind of like a multidisciplinary art center where there's like poetry reading and like very good food. Got to have a great bakery, like a great bakery and then like a woodworking studio and where you could paint and also have readings and, and small little theatery things like just kind of like a little... <laughs> Art center with yeah, coffee, art, coffee and good food and donuts, donuts, and donuts, obviously, clearly, an artisan. Yes. If, if I didn't enjoy working with you so much, Tyler, I'd be like, oh, can you can you go do that, please? Because that's really cool. <laughs> I, know. I know. Honestly, yeah. I'm just I'm looking for an investor. So, <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. If I hadn't become an actor, I would have been a Q and A host. <laughs> uh, there, there you go, Anonymous. Uh, what do we have next? And here's over Leslie. Uh, I, I'm going to rephrase this. Uh, have any of you found yourself in possession of anything from the set? Every time I try, it gets thwarted. So, no. <laughs> I know. If, if, if this show ever ends, hope it never does. I hope it goes on for 35 years. But if and when it does, and I am leaving, I will take something. Damn it. I will take something. <laughs> so I must have. But yeah, they're very, they keep it, they keep it tight in, in there. Yeah. It's hard to take something. Um, Franz, Franz once took, it was like this, it was in the, the parlor. And there was this prop that was like a, it was like a beetle or something, this thing. And he took oh, it. The, the beetle in glass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He took it. And he, and then, you know, no one noticed. And then like the, the next summer when we came back, he brought it back and he was so proud that no one had noticed. And I was like, why would anyone catalog this random beetle? But he was just like, I did it. And he brought it back. So yeah, that's it. Oh. I gotta say like the, the, the wave rider has some cool, cool, pieces of things and, yeah, and, and and the manor does as well and and i i, I always I, I always steal something off set i've, I've got to say uh, you know it's it's I'm, I'm being open about it but i'll always take something from from the set and so yeah i do have like a few like crystals from the manor and a few little trinkety things like that the coolest, <laughs> the coolest place to to have to have to wood wood I can't speak English. The place that Gwyn's Gwyn's home lab was the most had the most incredible mm. things I've ever seen. It was it was wild. The amount of 
like steampunky scientific yeah. weird stuff everywhere so matt what of that did you take be honest <laughs> 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 I say the season hasn't finished. They might ask me, but, but no, just like little plans. Or like I remember when I did the Halcyon, they had the, they they made the menus, you know, the 1943 menus, you know. And I was just like, I really like this menu. It's it's really cool. So I've got all these random things. And like, as Constantine, I've got like a whole outfit, including the boots, socks, oh, and underwear. Nice. And and then I've also got like his hip flask. And it's original lighter, which I actually stole off the original show. And they were calling me about it because there were only two made. And they were like, where's the lighter? Where's the lighter? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> she was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I stole it. Deny till you die. Actually, Ramona and I both stole T-shirts. Ultimate Buds. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, I wanted one of those. Yeah, Ultimate yeah. Buds, like fan t-shirts that our characters got as swag in the episode. They're really cool. We should get some of those made up. They're really cool. The Ultimate yeah, Buds. Nice. Very nice. Amy, get a, uh, any mementos? No, although when I, I shadowed an episode and it was with um, me and Emily Cheever, the writer was sitting looking at all the stuff in the manor because there's just so much amazing stuff. Like, and I hadn't really clocked all of it because I had more time on set. I was like looking around and we found those little potatoes that aren't real. You know, those little like red yeah. potatoes. We were like, should we, should we take some? <laughs> we were like, we just really wanted to steal some. We didn't, but I've got my eye on a potato. My <laughs> I'm going to steal the potato and wrap it in a little bit of Christmas wrapping and give it to you for Christmas. Oh my God, put it on my tree. Oh, I can make it into a Christmas tree decoration. You could. You can make it into a little bo uh, little bobble, you know, and then put it on yeah, the tree. Yeah, and hang it on the tree. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Heck, with the Christmas pickle, we hang the, the, the fake potato in this family. <laughs> God, what's happening? <laughs> uh, there you go, Leslie. Great question. Thank you for that. And what do we have next? Here's one from Rocka Carp. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that a disco ball? <laughs> That's to you, Matt. Yeah. Listen, what you've got to ask yourself is what triggers the disco ball. <laughs> that is when, when extreme dancing takes place, the disco ball. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know? And then the spiral staircase. Where does it... Wait, that would change. Oh, that one. Where does it lead? Yeah, it is a disco ball. It's really funny, actually. And what's funny is you can't put the light on in the living room, in the sitting room, without the disco ball being on because it's connected to the mains. So what? every time you put the light on, oh you've got disco ball. You're like, oh, God. Thank <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It is kind of funny. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there you go. The answer, so the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, oh we have a new panelist, and, and well, what's that? He doesn't want to be here. He's oh. not interested. Are you? Oh, oh hi, Gorky. Hi, Gorky. Oh, this is one. He has another one. Cute. The other one's sleeping right where I can't yeah. show you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we have next? <laughs> 
And that means the chestnut, the question that everyone you always asks at these events. And this one's from Saratima. If you could pick any fandom for Legends of Tomorrow to cross over into, what would it be? So this could be the Marvel Universe. This could be the world of Shakespeare. This could be the New York Mets. Anything that has a fandom, what would you, what would you cr crash it into? Hmm. Doctor Who. Oh, mm. yeah. Interesting one. That'd be fun. What we do in the shadows, little vampire mockumentary style. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to say, because I compare Legends to this show all the time, Scooby Doo. Ooh, yeah. 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 Totally work. Totally work. Monty Python. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's, that's great. a great shout. I'd go, yeah. yeah. That's a good shout, Monty Python. Ministry of Silly Walks. <laughs> the legends doing Ministry of Silly Walks. Like those big like superhero shots where they're all walking forward, but they're doing the Ministry of Silly Walks. <laughs> yeah. that's, so good. that's a great shout. Like, that's a good one. Hmm, Amy, you got one? I'd go, I'd definitely go Monty Python. There's so much Python, you can do. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. I'm stealing that, jumping on that one. Mm, and Tala, got one? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. If you, if, you think, if you think of one later, go ahead and shoot it out. There you go. And, and there we go. That's this edition of the Fandom Challenge. What do we have next? And here's one from Ooh. Styles. Ah, if you get to have any of the abilities or powers from Legends, what would you choose and what would you use it for? Before we answer that, can I just comment on that amazing crossover graphic you had? I suddenly thought we were like on a NFL football like post game talk. You yeah. can you can thank our producer Paul for that. So we get Great that question job, so often that he that he made it made it up for us. I love it. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Can I just let everyone know as well that Paul is sporting the most wondrous bandana? It is. He really is. Paul, sure. get out here and show him. Paul, pop out here. Paul, come Paul, on. Paul, come. It's okay, Paul. Come, here, Paul. come on, Paul. Come on, Paul. <laughs> yes, you are, Paul. <laughs> Paul, Paul is very shy. He's our Gideon. <laughs> Amy, oh. when you were doing the voiceover for Gideon, did you used to see everything? Like, could you? Were you watching it and then doing the voiceover to the clips, or were you just recording the voice? It would depend how far you guys were along with, sorry, I just took all that, uh, with filming. So sometimes I'd see everything and I'd drop the voice in. Sometimes there'd be nothing. So it would just depend on where you were at and what was already shot. And yeah. So but cool. it's more helpful when you were all doing it. And it was always really funny hearing like Genevieve reading or someone, was there someone, was there someone Russian for a while doing it? Am I making that up? It's just like, Captain, we are. And I'm like, who is that? Like, <laughs> it was really funny to like know who was going to be doing it each time. It was great. But yeah, mostly I'd have a picture, which was good. Yeah, he killed it. So good. I feel like he was just always around. Like it's no, it doesn't feel like a surprise that you're now physically here because it just feels like you yeah. were always there. It's yeah, amazing. Such, such oh, a presence were always there, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's good. Yeah, it must be weird. Like, yeah. But this was a new thing. Wait, this was there a year. question? Oh, yeah. It was, but, uh, but, well, and the question on the table was from Styles, and the short version, it was, if you could pick a superpower, what would it be? I don't know. Now that Katie's like invulnerable, I I would like that. 
Yeah. I would like to be invulnerable. Yeah. I would like to go go into situations where it's like your proper superhero, right? I would go into dangerous situations where I knew I would be safe and like help people who are not safe. Yeah. There's a lot of lot of that going on in the world. So or, or shapeshifting. I, I, I mean, Charlie's power. Oh of yeah, Charlie, is that's a good one. But I can imagine it could probably be quite bad for your psychology because you you, you know you 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 don't know who you are to people you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You could do some real good political manipulation with that one. Oh, you could, you could, yeah. you could do some real good. Yeah, <laughs> you could do some real bad too. You know, we, what, what would you use your superpowers for? You know, for good mm. or bad. Well, that was always a follow-up too. I say, what? Yeah, what would what would you use that power for? I would so. to call back to the Jeopardy. I would take Gideon's powers and win Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> and Adam would be your host. I would stay alien because then I get to eat people. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh God, who's got an amazing? Who's that? Who else got a power? Yeah, magic, my would be magic. Yes. I'd want magic. Constantine's magic. Yeah, because then you can kind of do everything. Yeah, mm. it's pretty amazing. It's a it's a good catch-all. Yeah, I don't know what I'd want, but this is really weird. Last night I had a dream that I could fly, and I was it was so random, but no one would believe me. And I was trying to do it, and I was like, it was like a steamy window, really up high, and I was like putting my hands up there because I could fly up to it. And I was going, look, look, I could like how would I've gotten up there? Like so maybe I'd like to fly. <laughs> I don't know that helps me. Flying has got to be like on the top, isn't it? To be able to fly, I think, you know. If you think about how cold, how cold you would be like in Vancouver if you started to fly right now. Adam, I'm embarrassed to say I literally had the same thought. I thought about what jacket would I wear up there? Arcteryx. We're so cold. But you can fly south of the winter where it's warmer. That's what, true. What good could you do if you could fly? Is it like, what's the good in that, right? Help. Is it like you could fly over situations or like get places quicker? I don't know. What's like the good thing about being able to fly? The thrill of flying through the air and perspective. That's amazing. Yeah. The perspective. You get to see the world from a different angle that nobody else sees. It okay, but how do you help people. people? That's what she's asking. How do you help other people? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to fly. Does that help anyone? Rescue people from buildings. Just mm -hmm. uh, the other day here yeah. in Miami, there were some construction workers that their scaffolding fell over. They were still hooked up to the safety harnesses, but they were dangling. They couldn't climb up, so they Whoa. had to get the cherry picker up there to, to bring them down. And yeah, so that's a that that's where flying would come in handy. You just scoop yeah. them up and put them so back on the roof. All those characters, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, there there you go. If for me, if I could pick a superpower, it would be to sing like Freddie Mercury. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Uh, there you go, Styles. Great question. And what do we have next? Here's one from Amelia. What's it? What was it like filming the 100th episode? I had a wonderful time. I was actually in London at the time. I was I was having a, a cocoa with a little bit. Of, you know, no, I, I actually wasn't in it, but I'd watch it and I thought it was absolutely fantastic and it was great seeing all of those characters to return to the show and and obviously you know Katie directed it and that was kind of you know, great as well as, as, as she's like the OG on the show. And, and I really enjoyed it. And, and, and from, from afar as well, being in London, waiting to come over for this season, you know, it just made me, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of proud to be in the show. Oh, oh bad work. 
Anyone else uh, who, who do we have anyone here that was on it? The yeah. 100th. Okay. Well, mean, it was, it was Amy. Crazy. Amy. It was Amy's yes, heavy it was, one. It was yeah. like, it was, you know, it was a little, I find it quite overwhelming actually, because obviously I just kind of got here and in the first two episodes, the first one I didn't speak, the second one she only talks at the end. So it was like the first day was like straight into <clears throat> all the evil Gideon stuff with Katie and Katie was fantastic and just kind of guided me through it all. But I was pretty overwhelmed and that shot on the, the wave rider at the end in the hallway when you were all there, like I had to look, I just like imposter syndrome going on. I was just like, oh, this is just like everyone it was just a bit of a moment for me. I was like, this is this is nuts because it happened so fast as well. But it was amazing and it was just like straight in at the deep end, you know. But it was it was a wonderful experience and I felt very lucky to, you know, be joining in, in that way with that storyline and just seeing everyone come together. It was it was great. I loved it. it was I say as well to to, 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 to get to a hundred episodes uh, of yeah. television. Anyway, it's, it's 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 quite the feat, you know, and that like, and I obviously I came onto the show at the end of season three, and the show's been going on for for so long. And that's just that that's just a, a a testament really to all all of the people who have been and come and gone and come back, and uh, just everybody who's been involved with this show, and it kind of really kind of good stead. And the 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 show has just got a, a wonderful versatility. I just I just love. It. I I got a chance to talk to Guggenheim about it a couple of years ago, and it was just like. This, it was the situation and it just gave an egress to the entire DC universe. Anything that hadn't been touched on or had been previously touched on already. So it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful Swiss army knife of go anywhere, do anything with anyone. And it always helps to have great actors. And again, I, I, I thank you guys for your talents. I thank you for professionalism. And I thank you all for the performances you brought to this series. Thank you. Thank you. And I thank Amelia for that question. Great one. What do we have next? From Christy. Ooh, if you could write a story arc for your character, what would you like for it to be about? Mm. <laughs> yeah. I would love for Berhad to go on like a proper spiritual journey in a monastery somewhere or some kind of like monk situation where he goes and he because i think he's like yearning for that he's searching for that and kind of similar to like kind of what the totem has sort of been established as but like go on a full arc in an environment like that i've often thought about that yeah I would like to explore why Alien Gary looks like this. Is it a real person? Did he kill that person? Did he kidnap that person? Did he copy that person? Is this just random human male face for Necrians? I don't know. What if, it, what if you, you go and you find the, like, the dude, like the guy, like this yeah. person oh. is like a guy. And then, like, you get to have a full episode where it's like a day in the life of this guy, and then Alien Guys, Gary. We deserve a full Gary backstory. Yeah, we we'll deserve it. Yes. Yeah, that would be so great. W. <laughs> I, would like, I would like to see Gwyn caught in a '90s rave. <laughs> in a shell suit. In a shell suit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I know that's not a storyline, it's, it's a sad thing, but I think that no. many storylines could develop from that situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, true, true. 
Let's say what. Well, if if anybody wants to come back to it, I know uh, Matt. I as an as an old school comic fan, I I still I still want to see a really good story arc with John and Swamp Thing, since. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's just you know, and the, and the 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 we had that blip with the Swamp Thing show, which was really good, and I was hoping that it'd be the crossover. Yeah, I was, I was, I was really, really hoping we'd see that. Yeah, I, I would have that. That would have been that would have been an amazing thing. Obviously, we all know, or, or you know, Constantine was actually introduced to Swamp Thing in in issue eighty seven in the year nineteen eighty five. And like, and and there's this one picture of him where he looks like Sting in this, this, this. Yeah. And he became so popular from that individual comic that eventually he, he, he appeared in a bunch more from 1985 to 1987. And in 1987, they gave him a, his own series. And then they went on to do over 300 issues of the Hellblazer comics, which is just amazing. And the fact that it's born of Swamp Thing, he's born from Swamp Thing. That's where he came about. Is is it would have been great to kind of have that, and and especially you know the job that Derek did on the show. I thought the show was amazing. You know, like and uh, it would have been cool to be able to cross those two characters over. Yeah, so uh, that, that's a good one, man. It's a good one. Yeah, so too. It's a. I would have yeah. wanted the uh, Zari, Zari, the Zali storyline. Then that was that was the love that never was. Zari one point and Charlie. Yeah. What about what about what if you came back and Zari yeah. 2.0 and her connected? Whoa. Right? That'd be crazy. That'd be really interesting. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. I would be. I also feel like Zari needs a new power. She's like a new power. Yeah. She's her own power. Cause now it's like, you know, you don't want to share power. Yeah. I think you need your own power. Yeah. I, and yeah. Like the, the totem thing I feel like is more of a 1.0 and Behrad thing. And yeah. and yeah, I feel like she needs her own. What would it be? What would you give her? To just turn into cats all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the power to turn into another family heirloom that has been lost and then recovered. And that's you know, good. We, yeah. Yes, shy. We go back and we see our ancestors in the flesh in in Iran, and then we like go to our like our like predecessors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We go to some and sort of cave and find some sort of thing yep. that is now our power, new exactly. power. Exactly, and maybe we we're like avatar like we control all the elements the crossover question i would i would definitely cross over with avatar last airbender for sure mm. oh nice. that's yeah cool. that's a really good one that's a good one yeah absolutely so, so amy did you have one something involving animals which i know is always like i was thinking Maisie back to the episode with the cat yeah, you guys have had a pig and a dog, and like I'm thinking, what other animals? I don't know. Arc-wise, storyline wise, I'm gonna think on that some more. A llama. We need to get a llama in the show. <clears throat> why? Why not? See, I I immediately went to the llama sketch of Monty Python, so you know. <laughs> So that That's works. There you go, Christy. Great question. I think we have time for one more. So let's see if we can go out on a really fun one. And this comes from Jolene. What is everyone's favorite Christmas movie or show? 
Mine's we were just talking way. about this. We were just talking about this on set. Actually, every it. time, every year, I have to watch it. Me too. Me too, Maisie. Love, Love Actually. Ruby? Yeah. Love Actually, the film, yeah. Oh, I've never okay. seen it. What? I know, I know. It's oh, watching it. Don't worry, I know. But it okay. has my favorite Joni Mitchell song in it. So there you go. I'm connected to it. Great song. Way. It is a great song. Home alone. Home alone. I am with you. Home alone. And just funny that. What's funny is that round about this time of year, you just start start walking around humming the tune. Yes. Yeah. You were doing that. I literally walking around humming that. Yeah. It's just like great. Yeah. I, I love to, to go with Joe Pesci in that movie. Oh. No, no, not the elf puzzle. No, it's <laughs> elf puzzle, and we took it to Whistler. And look at this. Look how hard this is. Oh boy! Wow. Oh boy. Hardest uh, puzzle. That's a lot of elf. Get very far. <laughs> That's my favorite movie. Yeah, same. There's, it's no contest for me. No contest. Yeah. Wow, we had six people, but only three movies. Double up on. Oh yeah, interesting. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, there you go. I'm a, I'm a sucker for a Christmas story and the Alistair Sim version of a Christmas Carol. Oh, that's a lovely one. That's absolutely. Friends of mine have been beautiful. And in the last panel we had with the classic Doctor Who's, the question came up, which is uh, still contentious: Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yeah, because you it's want to see in the yeah. background. Yeah, I consider a movie that takes place in Christmas, not necessarily a Christmas movie. That's just my that's my theory. I'm sticking to it. And jo Jolene, great question. And GalaxyCon viewers, this has been my time with the cast of Legends of No! Tomorrow. No! It does not have to be yours. If you friends, this has been an absolute delight. Any final words before we take our leave? Thanks, Patty. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Patty. You're great. Everyone stay safe over Christmas. Eat loads of turkey. Yeah. If unless you're vegan, then don't. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. It's been my absolute pleasure to host you all again. Once again, thank you for joining us on the GalaxyCon virtual stage. Thank you to our audience for joining us. And thank you for your great questions. Hope to see everybody again soon. Until then, bye-bye. Take care. Happy holidays. And remember, Thanks, smiles are yeah. free. Spend them often.